0: now broadcasting another episode with myths and stories we've got mythborn and zorialis taking us on a journey is interesting and mystical (laughs) anyhow quite
1: the endorsement
0: mystical (laughs) (laughs) Uh, a story as old as destiny itself if not older um exactly what are you guys talking about today (laughs) Uh, so uh, uh, big reveal Tuesday last Tuesday Um, holy crap like holy crap like there's Mm -hmm. so much in that that Myth and I have gone through pretty much frame by frame and we've tried to kind of like condense this down (laughs) as little as possible but both of you and I as usual have realized ain't gonna happen (laughs) There, so, there is no condensing
1: uh, in Destiny lore.
0: <laughs> there is not. There, it just you just kind of you just kind of roll with it. Uh, so so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of start. Uh, uh, I, I I'm starting to get used to kind of like a format now. This is kind of yeah. cool. And so like I I I want to start out with like some myths. Like okay, one of, one of the first myths we saw was uh, or that that we as the community, we as the Destiny community. Uh, cultivated Was that very first screenshot we saw um, God it had to have been Three four months ago Where it was that lone hunter With a green background mm-hmm. Right and it looked like there was like a drag behind him Or something and everyone was like Oh my god it's old Chicago Or it's like the swamps of the south Just Like oh my god we're gonna visit everything None of that is true
1: <laughs>
0: at, at At least At least from what i saw from the trailer which i do not believe that to be true at all
1: i I do not believe that to be true either which funny enough is kind of the whole theme of the trailer slash the expansion right is whatever you thought is what is 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 likely not the truth Um, what is truth so uh i've got the uh the trailer pulled up here so i'm gonna kind of um i'm gonna go through it to to let it remind me of the key points and we can kind of get a timeline of how the trailer works um, or, or keep in, in line with where things happen in the trailer. Uh, but I think prior to that, it's good to kind of have a little mini discussion, not, not terribly in depth, but uh, <laughs> just who is Savathun? Who is this big bad? That is the, the key point Savathun. of everything going forward. Um well, so my convey- eyes, she's everyone like i mean
0: anyone anyone i come across as sus that's that's sabathun
1: so got a little bit more information about how sabathun's song works um got a yeah yeah, i was looking uh, more into like
0: the the physicalness of it like the 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 worm itself and the and everything there but
1: oh that too that too yeah um so, I say... But I'm, I'm going to save that for when it actually shows up in the trailer. Or, or when we get to Sweet. some of the gameplay aspects. But Savathun herself, um, the very general overview. She is the sister to Oryx, the Taken King. Um, and her her other sibling is Sibu Arath, who also takes part in the current season, at the very least. But I expect she will take part in much more as time goes on. Um, she is generally referred to as the hive god of trickery or deception or lies um and she kind of is all of that and is none of that all at the same time uh and her main well her main motivation as we know it in game right now <laughs> it's it. so
0: it's so hard to, to talk about anything <laughs> about her because it's it's it it trickery like yeah how do you define trickery how do you define when, deception like when
1: she if, when you're, is when you're told
0: something you don't know if you don't even know if what you're being told is is truth like
1: everything that's coming that's, that's out of her mouth to... everything she's ever written every reference to her you have to assume an unreliable narrator uh yes is... absolutely yeah so um so i guess before we dive more into her or i'm gonna go through the trailer a bit here uh, because some Go of this it. is just going to come up. So uh, the beginning of the trailer is uh, three guardians in that, like, jungly, swampy area that we saw in the teaser. Um, and say they're, they're walking through the swampy area uh, very much looking for something. Uh, and I, I did take note a little bit here. Because um, it kinda hops back and forth between these guardians and uh Ikora at like this mission board, you know, with all the red lines connected yeah. stuff and whatnot. I was sure tra-
0: um, and, and that mission board, the location of that one seemed odd to me. Like it it looked like a very much like a desert or, or a mountainous, like just a just kind of like yeah. a barren place.
1: So I'm not sure where that's taking place, if that's another area of savathun's throne world or if or if that's somewhere else entirely um and actually this is this brings us into a good point here okay so um there are some very interesting things on her mission board uh that are, oh, are worthy of pointing out board. so there's one thing that I don't want to talk about quite yet because it, it's okay. a bigger topic later on. But one thing that I thought was very interesting is her mission board has the D1 map of Mars on it. And Shit. that... I don't know that that's where she is, but it would have the same kind of geographical like feel yeah, to it. That kind would of absolutely that,
0: like that. And dusty plateau. And when I first plateau. saw it, with that, red, that redness to it, like that's mm-hmm. anytime redness is referenced in Destiny, my mind instantly either goes to Mercury or Mars. But in a in a solar system sense, the red planet, Mars, like that's all that's all synonymous. That's yeah. is is what that is. So this, me, at least
1: this could be a little teaser that maybe Sabathun's throne world is is the the main location, but maybe Mars plays a part as well. Um and Mars... Rich in a way we haven't interacted with since D1. I
0: was going to say, which going back to a few episodes ago with the Glycon Mm -hmm. and where their trip went into the gravity. Well, that was
1: Mars. That was Mars. That is
0: Mars now.
1: (laughs) So yeah, it's, it's very interesting. Uh, I don't know how Mars would reappear and she would be on it, but it, it it plays enough of a role that they used it as window dressing on her board. Um, Yep. And I have to feel that was intentional, but uh, so the so that's that's a that's
0: Mm -hmm. the thing too. When I think of like uh, missions and stuff, we don't anytime we have a uh, an an area that we go to, we don't necessarily uh, go straight to that area. Like even even thinking to like uh, um, uh, Forsaken, where you know I I'd say the the real story of Forsaken opens up in the Dreaming City, and you don't even go to the Dreaming City till after you beat the main story
1: yeah and, and the, they... the whole
0: story is takes place on tango shore so that's that's mm-hmm. where like that that jungle scene i'm curious if we might have just like a single little like solo like hey find this thing and that might be in 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 old chicago or something so that... well
1: the the jungle i'm pretty sure is confirmed to be part of the throne world okay. um now they could they could throw a switcheroo and be like her throne world has a swamp and we're also going to Old Chicago, which just so happens to be a swamp, so you don't know what footage is from what. Um that, that would be possible. Ooh, trickery and deception. <laughs> but they, they did confirm um in when they were speaking about the throne world, uh, that it is a um it is surrounded by a dark swamp, is is okay. how they referenced it. So I think that, that's where we're at.
0: No, um, I'm 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 going to say that that old Chicago is is not happening, which is which is fine. It, yeah, it, that's neither a good nor a bad thing. It's just like a oh dang.
1: Yeah, it's just a you know it, it's it's not what we thought. Uh, yeah. So um so yeah so we're in the trailer. We have the the guardians are you know going around. Uh, and we're getting some some shots back and forth between now the Guardians and Savathun, who's descending into this pool of water or, or whatever. Um, and we have some voice lines from her coming over. Uh, and although the voice lines are throughout the entirety of the the trailer, I'm just going to say them all here. Um, sure. Because they don't give away any other parts of the trailer. But she says, "Truth is a funny thing. Does it live in the world or in the mind? Is it constant or can it be bent? Who decides what is true? In this universe of light and dark, there is no greater power. Tell me, little lights, what is your truth now?" And I found that dialogue that, that very word, interesting. That word
0: constant. That word constant. That's that's going to be a, we're going to we're going to come across that a lot tonight.
1: Well, and I, I think, yes. And I think there's a specific line that is important as well. Um, so she asks, who decides what is true? Question mark. In this universe of light and dark, there is no greater power. And the, the way that she says that, the way she punctuates that, that line, I think she's implying that the person, the, the being that has the ability to decide what is true, to to write the story essentially to decide what is true and what is not true that is the ultimate power not light not dark it's whatever it is that gets to to write the story of the victory essentially um i like that which i think gives a little bit of her motivations uh it leads into some of her motivations um and this also mirrors in a way some of mara's tendencies around keeping secrets rather than letting a truth be out to, you know, become twisted by others, uh, others interpretations. Like Mara would rather people have a mystery than give them a truth that they turn into whatever they think it is. Uh, which is is similar in a lot of ways. Yeah.
0: I didn't, I didn't, I didn't make that connection, but damn, dude, I, I like that.
1: So, uh, we're back at the trailer here. Um, Guardians are, are patrolling through these swamps as we see Savathun kind of still messing around in this water, slowly descending. Now, they, one of the Guardians pulls out like a, a canister type looking thing. Um, I don't know what that I, is.
0: I, I, I think this can- canister is going to be the the source of mystery for like the next year like <laughs> the the first thought that everyone everyone was like oh my god it's corruption magic and he's he's using corrupted power as as a as as from the darkness and that's our next thing confirmed by bungie there is no, no new subclass <laughs> in year five so yeah could it be sure
1: I are really... we gonna get to play with it yeah
0: probably not
1: no um not not at this point uh at the very yeah. least yeah they've said year five there is no new subclass they did confirm they are working on another dark subclass yes. um but that we will not see it in year five at, at all. all so um and 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 something that a lot of the community is
0: has kind of pulled together and, and agreed upon as far as like a new subclass if if Bungie's gonna pull in a new subclass that's gonna be like oh that's, that's gonna that's be that's front and center
1: point. Yeah, no, like that's, that's going like to be when big, we when Like we look,
0: when, when we look... Exactly. Like when when, when Beyond Light came out, uh, or was even being showcased, it was crazy everywhere. Stasis crystals everywhere. Shattering everywhere. Like every single scene. I don't think that entire trailer had one frame that didn't have something to do with stasis in
1: it. Yeah, that was, that was the big selling point. And, I mean, it made a lot of sense. Like, you want to show off, hey, we got this awesome mm-hmm. new ability, come buy our thing. So... I, I would expect a similar showcase. Absolutely. If, when they whatever they have whatever new one.
0: subclasses we as guardians are going to get um, to wield uh, throughout this universe uh, is going to be it's it's going to be front and center for a bunch of you.
1: Yeah. So um, so yeah, there's this canister. Don't know what it is. It could just be window dressing for the the trailer. It could be a patrol beacon. It could be all sorts of things. But it's not very clear, and we never see it show up again um, in in the trailer. Uh, and it cuts to a very interesting um, scene with Ikora where she's she's at her board again and she's kind of like pinning things up. And uh, here we notice that on her board, she has a picture of Osiris with a circle around it and a question mark, which seems to indicate to me that she still doesn't know where he is. Ooh. So... I don't know. Is that because Sabathun didn't actually give him back? Is that because Osiris was given back, but was in such a, you know, such a state that he he fled? Or I don't know. But that implies to me that something is still going on with Osiris, and and the end of this season does not give him back I to us. I say yeah. this this like we we know.
0: The next expansion is Witch Queen. We know it deals with Savathun. As far as this season, we know that Osiris slash Savathun is trapped in a thing of rock and ice, and we'll go into the, more of that uh, later. Mm-hmm. But as far as like where this season is going, we have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it feels very like you, you you in your head, you're just like I I know where this is going. This is gonna follow this path, and we're gonna walk this path together. And we have no idea. This thing yeah. could go completely sideways. Sabathoon is not to be trusted. Anything she says is not to be trusted for sure. We don't know if her if her deal with us as the guardian. You know, hey, I'll yeah, I'll give you Osiris back. We, I mean, like, we're we're bordering on like wish magic here. Like, yes, I'll give him back. But we don't know. We don't know like. I'll give like his head back to you on a pike or something like, right. You know, we we don't know what her version of giving him back is.
1: Well, and have you read the, the bow, the seasonal bow? Um, I I haven't yet. I didn't get a chance to read it yet. So I'm not, I won't tell you everything about it. Um, but it is written from the perspective of Osiris as Savathun has possessed his body and he's watching all the things she is doing as him. Uh, so he he's conscious. He's, this whole time. he's conscious not like a... in his body. She is she has essentially just pushed his mind to the back and is full control of him, but he can still see and hear everything that's happening. Holy and shit. it is heart wrenching, honestly. because yeah. uh, he talks about her interactions with Zavala, he talks about her interactions with Ikora, he talks about her interactions with Saint. And the entire time oh, he's man. like screaming from inside his own head for somebody to notice that something's not right Oh God. Uh, that's gotta that's gotta be like
0: oh my gosh dude i like i the, the one that gets me there is saint right yeah like that's that's no. that's his man like
1: that's and and the reason Osiris,
0: that's, yeah that, man that ouch
1: ouch yeah uh highly (laughs) highly recommend reading that lore card it is superbly written it is quite a quite a tearjerker um but yeah so that's that's on the seasonal for the next three seconds (laughs) you keep going i'm gonna go find this boat real quick (laughs) so uh the other thing that we we see is it's panning back and forth between the guardians and the um Ikora. the guardians come across this spire of some sort with what I think is a thrall like hanging upside down in it, um, it looks very alien to me, like very, very like Prometheus alien, uh, movie to me, and I have no idea what it means. <laughs> um, is, that, is
0: that the the the, like the thrall statue with like the, the the flowers coming out of its mouth?
1: No, no, this is later on in the trailer there's a um a set of like black spires with what looks like a thrall cocooned inside of one of them hanging upside down with like stuff leading to and from it like it looks like an experiment like specimen kind of kind of thing gross um gross but awesome so i don't know i don't know what that is but it's cool is what it is uh um so the the guardians take note of this, and they're continuing to walk, and one of them pulls out uh, this like watch type device, and is is messing with this watch, and these these circles and and triangle emblems like pop up, and uh, seem to be giving like a reading of some sort, like scanning for something.
0: They um, look very much like symbols of the nine to me. So I didn't, I, and that just could so, be just sheer coincidence.
1: Well, here's here's the thing, I don't know if they're symbols of the nine because I I didn't see any direct correlation. Like the symbols of the yes. nine use a lot of the same geography, uh, yeah. or yes, um, not not geography. <laughs> uh, no, you're you're, uh, you're right.
0: Like that because that, when you look at the shapes. guns, even in the guns, the the those those shapes are they're identical each on each on each gun of the yeah. of the the yeah
1: but um uh but where we do see those symbols um those symbols a are duplicated on some sheets on ikora's uh war table here in the trailer yep. and and i i have not been able to track them down for the life of me but they also appear i've seen screenshots where they also appeared on playing cards that I'm pretty sure belonged to the drifter during that cutscene where he was playing against oh. playing cards against the Dredgen.
0: Yeah, like the little the I yes. Um that are in their symbols in D one on the map. And each yeah. planet had like a dot series.
1: Yep. Yep. So I, I think okay. that's what those are. Um which
0: that's always been speculated to be
1: tied to the nine as well. And it very well could be you know it, it's similar enough that maybe that was the towers way of formulating you know of of tracking the nine before the nine gave us symbols to identify them by um i don't know but uh but there's there's similarities there we have seen these before uh yeah which is is interesting that they're showing up here um so now the guardians. As,
0: as, a, as a real quick pause. Yep, I, I did just read that bow. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> it's uh, is rough. It's rough, man. It's rough.
0: It's it's rough. The the one person in that uh, the EXO. I'm assuming that's
1: Lakshmi. Yes, I believe so. Yeah. Okay, that would, which, that would which make the most sense. Which is funny too, because
0: here, like, at least from my reading of this, it seemed seems like even lakshmi is either influenced or or possessed or
1: infected oh i think she she absolutely is i mean the city is literally singing her song at this point like i don't think there's anyone in the city that isn't influenced in some way
0: um
1: and and we can so uh i'm gonna actually use that as, as a way to, to diverge a little bit into Savathun's song and what we've learned about okay. how it works um so, not to
0: completely derail from the trailer and everything but <laughs> not not
1: to completely derail but this is important this is an, an important bit here as to like how and why Savathun ended up being as ingrained as she is I think. Um, okay So there is a lore card uh, and I, I did not note what it is on but is from this season where i believe it's one of the guns if i recall um, where she savathoon materializes out of the ahamkara skull sitting above Shax, and Shax, being himself notices her presence and turns turns to her turns around in the, you know only uh, with the reflexes the crucible master can have uh turns around gun in hand and is inches from firing a shot into her when she starts humming her song and when she starts humming it it like puts him into a trance and he starts humming it back and essentially like that's the the trigger to like oh okay everything everything's you know fine like he can't he can't see her he doesn't notice her anymore as he's humming her song uh
0: Holy shit.
1: So it seems to be a means of <laughs> at least pacification. Um, but, but some, some if level of control control. Yeah, right.
0: Something. Cause like, like, Oh my God. And like this, this song has literally been around forever. Like yeah. it, it has literally been around forever. It has played on, on, on our consoles for like years.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the the title which music, is,
0: which is terrifying because that means we as the guardian have also technically been infected. Um, so, but the, the the one instance the one instance of the song that 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 I I still find the the most interesting is uh back back when uh, uh, Saint is is freed from the timelines and and I I it might be when you're getting the the Bastion uh gun or 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 maybe it's not i don't remember i know it's i know it's a mission that takes place in the uh twilight gap map
1: yeah and you're um, it's i don't think you're running around maybe it is for bastion regardless anyway
0: uh so you're running around you're uh um you're you're picking up all these dead points that that uh uh osiris is talking about or uh talking about and Osiris is is kind of picking on him, and they they you know they they have their little back and forth there. And I guess to the end, and Shaxx shacks comes into the mission, and uh, so he and he and Saint are are, are talking, and and uh, Saint talks about uh, uh, hum, hum you know give sing me a song, and Shaq's like I don't know any songs, man, I don't. He's like, come on, you've got to know at least one song or something, and and Saint kind of or shacks kind of racks his brain for a bit, and he sits back and he thinks, and he goes, well, there was that one that that Eris taught me. Um, and it's he starts singing it, and it is the tune is Sabbath's song. Like the words, the, I, I'm definitely, uh, yeah, yeah the, the I'm on the moon, it's made of cheese. Yeah, so <laughs> that that tune is the is the song. The words mean nothing.
1: Yeah, it's it's just the the musical every, tune.
0: Every time it's been sung, it is just the tune that means something. Which which is funny. Because then, when you, there's another lore card. When you go talk to Eris, uh, it's you, as the Guardian, you talk to Eris, and she goes, I never taught him that. I don't know where he even heard that from.
1: Which makes me wonder. Um, well, we're, all right, we're, we're just going to derail at this point. Because, cause oh, yeah, we're going yeah, to derail for a second. Uh, we're gonna, we're,
0: so, 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 we're going to, we're going to stab a Zoom song for just a second yeah. here.
1: So, Joe Blackburn, during an interview after the showcase, um, with I think it was ga- Gamer Rants or GameSpot or one of those, um, said that Savathun. Yes,
0: please sponsor us.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yes. Uh, said that <laughs> Savathun can take many forms, and the one in the trailer that we we see is is only one of those forms. Um, and we've seen in other lore cards, her uh, impersonate people, uh, or you know. Uh, or or take control of them from afar uh, sure. really makes me wonder maybe Eris, maybe Savathûn appearing to be Eris, uh, taught Shax oh. that song maybe Savathûn via the Ahamkara skull was able to um like implant the idea that Aris taught him that song i don't know but
0: there's so, there's so many ways that this could have played out yeah like we 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 still don't have a clear answer on how and where shacks learned that song other than shacks telling us he's convinced he learned from eras and eras telling us i have no idea what you're talking about
1: so so you want to know something that is so incredibly cool oh god what is the theme of all the perks on the new weapons this season
0: they're songs. They're it's all musical and, themes and and harmony and and adagio, adagio, encore, encore. adagio. Yeah, adagio
1: yeah, encore. I'm, yeah,
0: I'm not very versed in in uh, my 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 connection to music was was being in a in a band in high school. Uh, <laughs> Marky says I'm not allowed to say the name because uh, we have to take we have to keep it PG, but uh, it has it has something to do with genitalia is that that's all i'm gonna say
1: we can infer Uh, yeah
0: (laughs) we can infer yes uh but and i played guitar then but i didn't i never actually learned like like my son he's he's, he plays clarinet and he's learning Mm -hmm. music so so for him like he's he's starting to learn a lot more of these terms but like adagio to me i i i had to look up what that meant and it's it's basically like it's 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 the opposite of a crescendo
1: so, so crescendo like it... crescendo would be rising volume. Uh yep. Day crescendo would be decreasing volume. Um, I say I'm I have an amount of experience. I have about eight years uh, playing trumpet, but that was ten years ago. So <laughs> I'm I'm pulling on very old memories here. Uh, yes. I I do not work, recall that brain go in particular. In particular. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I don't um, I, for some reason I remember it being like a like a uh, now now that now Mystic Penguin over here she's going to she's going to get it on our case and prove the, us wrong.
1: The Google Food. Um, yeah. Oh. She's
0: she's put down the controller and she is Oh. Oh, this is getting slower real. Tempo. Oh, slower tempo.
1: Okay. Oh, slower. tempo. Okay, so, so tempo, slowing based. tempo. Um okay. regardless, the the point they're point all being music-based. made every they're single per- music based uh, which just seems too much of a coincidence, considering is. Savathun is revealed and we we does,
0: the, the, know her. M- Mystic says there are there are is. no coincidences.
1: No, she's right. There are only, no
0: coincidences. Only truths.
1: <laughs> but bah, bah, what is bah, true? Bah, 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 <laughs> no. Uh... <laughs> anyway.
0: Uh. So. so yeah. So so songs that like and. Now, there was a strike uh, called seventeenteen Song,
1: Yes, and we're uh, gonna put a pin in that the... because that okay. becomes very important later on in in actually just this next section of the trailer, so we can loop ourselves right back around. Oh, perfect. so uh, we're we're with our guardians in this forest. They're scanning around, seeing all this weird, weird stuff. Uh, and these lights start to come in through the trees. And they're looking around, like, "What is this? What's going on?" They just have these lights whizzing past them, you know, flying around overhead, and you don't get a good look. You kind of see them from the back, uh, and they're they're these little like hive, like they look like face huggers kind of thing, <laughs> kind of things. Um, oh, absolutely. And uh, we zoom in on uh, on these as they they come in come to this pool where Savathun has, has been walking into, uh, and it's revealed that these little buggers are hive ghosts, and they work exactly like our ghosts do. They have a little blue beam that scans through. It's revealed that in this pool are hundreds of bodies of hive, hive acolytes and, and knights and whatnot, and these ghosts... Are going through and scanning the bodies and I interpret it as these Hive ghosts are working the same way ours do where they have to find their partner. They have to find the right one. Um, Absolutely. And then, scarily enough, once they do discover who their Hive partner is, they resurrect them. (laughs) Uh, Just like ours do. I was going
0: to say, and I was talking about I I think we talked about this a a few episodes back, uh, where the only creatures that we've come across in our universe that have had any interaction with the Light are the Awoken, us as Guardians, which also entails an Awoken, and some Exos, uh, the uh, Elixni and a single Cabal, that being Gaul. Uh, but we do know that Very on Io, they – yeah. <laughs> on Io, that uh, they were trying to manufacture light, like mm-hmm. as a as a tool. Yep, they're um, trying to replicate it. And so, yep, trying to replicate it. So, um. So that's the the fact that Hive now have the light in mass. Uh,
1: so here's here's a couple questions that we can <laughs> that we need to ask ourselves at this point so i think the first the first question we need to ask is how did these hive ghosts come to be and we have some really interesting clues to to how that might have happened um we know that uh osiris or or savathun posing as osiris the entire time he was in the tower after uh, during and after season of the hunt he was researching how to resurrect dead ghosts, uh, under the Which guise thought... of trying to bring Segura back.
0: Right, like we thought that that was all about. I, I he needs to get Sagira back because in this season it, it was like he straight up says, as Savath- or Sabathun says, I've been Osiris this whole time since the since the moment yep. you came, I you came across me, and in that lore card of the bow, that's that's absolutely. Uh, uh, affirmed like that's mm-hmm. the very first thing is is he talk, it talks about the prince helping yep. him up off his feet and that's the first thing we see is Aldrin come as the crow coming over and helping him up off his feet and and saving him from the from the knight uh the hive knight that was that
1: was about to take him out which i, I again not to derail but i just want to i want to pause a moment That this this means some very heavy implications not only for Osiris but also for Crow, because yeah when when and if we get Osiris back. Osiris has never actually met Aldrin has never actually met Crow, like that entire relationship doesn't exist, which and that's like is such a cornerstone on the Crow for Crow like. Yeah, yeah you know this this was his mentor in a lot of ways um so like i i mean thankfully he has he has established relationships with other guardians including our our character um but like it's it's i it's going to be losing that amanda mentor holiday, figure
0: who can we just can we just take a just, just a real real brief second and appreciate amanda holiday and how badass she really is because but... she rolls through every single one of these battles without a ghost, without the the fear of death, without any type of resurrection, light, darkness, hive magic, car magic, whatever. She just rolls through with a precision frame, hip <laughs> fire, lever action shotgun that's been in her family for years, and just rocks rocks everyone's world.
1: Yeah, yes, we will we okay, will all praise it. the. The
0: oh oh praise Amanda,
1: um so
0: who in in my head and I don't know if this again completely derailing again I'm pretty sure that it's supposed to be like Doc Holliday's like great 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 granddaughter.
1: I think it's very like lightly implied that that might be the case. You know without without saying because they probably can't. But um but yeah but uh. But yeah, so Hooray
0: for copyright infringement right
1: nope. <laughs> so looping looping back into how how could these ghosts exist so oh Osi- yes. as Osiris was researching resurrecting dead ghosts um and part of that research she slash he and uh, fake Osiris we'll just use that. oh uh, Os yes. o- Osusris. Osusris. <laughs> uh made the request of crow to acquire dead ghosts from the spider's collection
0: and he did that blows my mind that blows my mind like like first off for the for the crow to be ballsy enough to steal from spider
1: i mean he was like he's he's been stealing from spider for a while now and sending those supplies right. to the elixni uh right
0: uh, but yeah <laughs> Yeah, like, but like, like for him to be ballsy enough to just steal from the spider, like, because because the spider was the first one who found Crow, uh, right before the season of the hunt happened. Uh, after after Crow had been resurrected and and uh, Spider implanted a, a, a destruction device inside of his ghost shell to where if he wandered too far, or he didn't do what he want, he would just blow his blow his ghost up, turn him mortal, and kill him. Uh, and then of course at the end of the season of the hunt, we we free him. By by mm-hmm. virtue of a of a favor from Spider, and now Crow's just like, yeah, I'm just gonna take shit. Yeah, just fuck that guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like he he tried to have me killed multiple times. Can you believe this? I'm just, screw that. I'm am t- taking I'm taking your shit. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so 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 Osiris uh, Osusiris uh, has has researched. Uh, how to revive dead ghost, and for again for us for the guardian, we're 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 so convinced that he's just trying to get Sagira back. Yeah. Um. He's collected dead ghost, so now he has the tools and the resources. He just has to go through with the action, or she just has to. Just so, has to.
1: and and in addition to the research that she did, having the towers resources available to her as Osiris. That's um, what that's what she, blew my mind when yeah. he when when Cora was like,
0: "Well, we'll just leave this with Osiris," and all of us as guardians are like, "What are you doing?"
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, there's so there's so many points that no, I, I'm going to finish this point first, and then I'll then we'll go yes. into that. Um, so, not only did did Osiris, Osiris have access to uh, all of the tower's resources and all their research on ghosts and how ghosts work. Um, but as Savathun had also made a deal in Season of Arrivals with Nocris to trade for Nocris to teach her his art of necromancy.
0: Necromancy.
1: So now she's yes. got hive necromancy magic and whatever research has been done at the tower and the and you know the various connections there. What and is her game? And between the two, I think is what allowed her to resurrect these dead ghosts that uh, she was she acquired through various means as Osiris. Um, what the hell is her game? And then, and then the the final little piece here, the Strike Savathun song. It very specifically mentions that hive magic. And we know all the hive in there are tied to Sabathun because her name's on the yep. damn thing. Uh, yep. It very specifically uh, Takeo three says that the hive sucked the light out of her fire team and stored them in a crystal. Yep. So I'm guessing a combination of dead ghost necromancy, being able to suck the light out of one out of a, a current guardian and implant it into something else is is how these ghosts came to be like get a dead ghost resurrect it and give it like charge it with light through sucking it out of something else is is my current theory okay
0: so let's play on that theory for a second we know that at the beginning of the red war campaign that gaul entraps the traveler and we literally get separated from the light. Yes, and even our ghost, like the whole time our ghost is talking to us, like even he's like, like mechanically broken because of it. Like he he can't quite talk right at all. Like it, there's very much a mechanical tone to his voice, and 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 as if it's like a machine breaking. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when we do come across the shard of the traveler, he transmats inside of it, and essentially recharges himself with the light yep. and then channels that through himself into us, therefore recharging us with the light. And yep. that's how we as guardians in the beginning of destiny Two, the beginning of the red war campaign, get our light, our light back. So we, we know that it is, that it can be tied to the traveler, but it doesn't necessarily have to be directly from the traveler, the light itself.
1: Now, I think you replace that shard of the traveler in the red war with a light storing crystal that Savathun has created and you would get the same effect. That's, that's exact what I am guessing.
0: Effect. Yeah. Exact same effect. So, so knowing that, like, that's like the thought of, of her just essentially just transferring light from one to the other. Now we know that we know that, uh, okay. So this is the, keep your little spin full I had on for, for a bit with me. <laughs> yep. We know that Oryx, uh, read the um i can't remember the name of the tomes um not the but books the ones that Sorrow. taught him how
1: to take it's not the books of Sorrow, no right? oh the uh i forget what they were called but yeah he he learned hey, right. the knowledge of the deep which yeah. a lot which taught him how to take yeah which which means that somewhere
0: i'm sure this knowledge of the light is written down yeah so what's to have kept savathun from doing the same thing just on a different path.
1: Yeah. No, i say, say... Um, and there, there's a couple other pieces that, that lend into our theories here. So, again, on Ikora's warboard in the trailer, she has a picture of the Savathun song Shrieker, of the, the boss from the Savathun song Strike. The big, one. The the big Strike. boss Shrieker. Yeah, that is on her warboard.
0: We, we we know through Season of Arrivals um, that each one of those Shriekers is a direct link to Sabathun. Those are literally yep. her eyes into this reality. Because as far as we know, she is either in her own pocket universe, in her, in her own... Well, and, and we're going to touch on this later, if, if, if we have time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but we, we know that, that Sabathun is not here in this realm short of being inside Osiris.
1: Right. No, she is, She is, you know, attached to this throne world, I, I guess in the same way that Oryx or Crota are attached to theirs. Right. Um, Absolutely. They have a physical manifestation in our reality, and then they have their quote-unquote, like, true manifestation in their, their throne world.
0: Because um, the only way you can kill an Ascendant Hive is in, in their, their throne, throne. world.
1: And we we
0: we know this for all from D1. Like we had we ourselves. Had, the only way to enter an ascendant realm is to become ascendant. We had to do that. We had to yeah. we had to take part of Oryx's crystal uh, from his grave and 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 bring it to the to the uh, the the witches that were doing the the. I, I don't know if I call it a death song, but like his his like funeral song for yeah. him. Yeah. And we had to we had to imbue this crystal with it, and then of course. This whole time we're under the stealth of 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 eris i think
1: and then no, it was seen, it was the stealth was like, of cade and was which, it cade stealth? yeah because we stole it from rasputin we stole the, the invisibility right. tech that's from right. rasputin which that's right lo and behold does not hold up to a hive throne world all that well <laughs>
0: <laughs> you you mean to tell me that human technology is not going to work inside an ascendant plane of existence
1: in a place where they can literally sing you to death. Yeah. And just, just that, maybe
0: <laughs> that, that's great. Crazy. crazy talk. <laughs> crazy talk. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. It's like, so, so as far as like the shriekers and, and, and the ascendantness and all that, and all that stuff, like that, that main shrieker boss at the end of Sabbath song, uh, is, um, because there's also a crystal in there which is Tako three. Because as you're descending down, yes. Tako says, you know, we're you know, she, the, you know, same plan, just you know, tell, tell, sl- give, slow my regards, you yeah, know. She, and so she sacrifices herself. herself. Yeah. She allows herself to be taken to be the last of that of that team that goes down there to be crystallized, to be turned into into, uh, to have the light sucked out of them and, and turned into crystals, and so I. I'm curious because the the crystals in in the strike the crystals are used to physically barricade us from continuing on, and yes. so we as guardians have to shatter these crystals. Which then we don't know what happens to the light in it. We don't know if the light just shrivels just up and goes away or
1: dissipates. Yeah,
0: dissipates. Like what what happens to it? Like we know that we know that the light from our research. We know that the light is, is some sort of tool, and 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 there is a physicalness to it. Um, more than just like you know having a frequency or anything like that. So we don't know if it's just if it's literally like a like a like a juice or like a like a cloud or whatever that you just yep. Boop. And that's that's by the way that's the canon sound that that sounds like <laughs> that's that's the sound that happens when uh, she sucks light off light out of, or light out of a guardian. So. Um, and then puts it in a ghost. Uh, <laughs> all
1: of no. this all of this wraps up with the fact that savathun has access to hive ghosts which can have access to the light and can resurrect and give light powers to hive we now have hive guardians essentially that we are going to need to deal with in some fashion
0: that are ne- that that are confirmed on Bungie's uh, website uh, as being called the lucent brood right The
1: lucent brood yep yep um so i want to touch on a couple things with savathun's throne world in particular uh, okay. because that, that's essentially the end of that trailer, by the way, it's, it's yep. Hive Guardians and then, you know, the Guardians in the Swamp clashing with the Hive Guardians and the title screen. Um, and each,
0: each one of the Guardians use a very distinctive, uh, uh, Guardian power. One of them uses a, he he goes purple and he yep. uses a, a Sentinel shield. One of them goes orange and he looks like he's doing Blade Barrage from a hunter, and then the other one goes blue, and he looks like he's doing from lightning fingers from a from a warlock. So it, yeah, so it's... it
1: appears to be that acolytes equal void titans, witches equal arc warlocks, and thralls equal solar hunters, um, at least <laughs> from that.
0: Hunters, you get nothing. You're just a thrall. <laughs> uh,
1: which I thought was interesting as well. Now this could just be gameplay consideration, absolutely. But right. if we want to tie it into the lore, the question of why does the light manifest in the same subclasses for the hive that they do for us? Are they just right. imitating what they've already seen, or is this just a you know, it's easier to code is something that already exists? Of it. Yeah.
0: yeah, like we don't so, we don't know if that's the inherent nature of the light, right? Or if, yeah.
1: Well, it can't or be.
0: If just, or it's just imitation.
1: It can't be because we have seen other light users, light bearers, use it in ways that we do not have access to. I mean, perfect example. Osiris, prior to all this, had the ability to make light copies of himself, that he oh. could actually like absorb their experiences, and they could. Like, that's how he explored the infinite forest. He sent out hundreds right. of these echoes of himself, and, and that's,
0: that's how it's believed he when, at the at the Battle of Six Fronts. He, was, he was everywhere was at once. Yeah. At the same... yeah, yeah. So we know he's also the only warlock. To use both Dawnblade and Well of Radiance in a single freaking <laughs> super usage, and I'm just saying right now, which,
1: which he then passed that knowledge crazy. on to Ikora, who used a Nova Bomb and a Nova Warp ain't, all ain't at once. A Nova Warp.
0: Instantly, <laughs> now, and, and ain't, ain't nobody creating orbs out there. Like no. she Nova bombed and <laughs> instantly went into it. Now now, granted, she could have been using Font of what is it? Font of Intellect. Font of Wisdom, the, the one that gives you 50 yeah. super, yeah. like, I get it, I get it, there's some <laughs> things that could happen here, but if she's, used,
1: like, may,
0: maybe, maybe if she's got Nezrax Sin on, she, like,
1: she maybe has, that, uh, that was enough
0: void damage to Procket?
1: She has pre-nerfed Skull of Ahamkara. It,
0: that's, literally <laughs> that's literally what it is. Literally what it is. My core don't get no nerfs. Osiris don't get no nerfs. I don't want a nerf, no. Uh <laughs> so to, to kind of swing it back into into lore here. Uh, so so we so 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 these hive, like it they're very much to me represented at like they they're they're guardians in yes. everything. Short of short of short of like they they just don't guard the traveler. Right which is um, funny because like what do we guard?
1: The last city, I guess is the answer.
0: Right? Like that's like in your head or, or at least in my head, it, it's always seemed to me like we're we're guardians of the traveler, we're guardians of the light. Like we are we are guarding this sacred tool and resource and 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 this See? great unknown. But now
1: I I never I did not personally take it that way. Um Okay. The way that I interpreted it, because they refer to other light bearers uh, within within the game as things other than guardians. Uh, typically, there's right. risen, or they just call them light bearers.
0: Light bearers; those are definitely the two.
1: And like guardian, I has a I have always taken as that was something established by. Uh, by Zavala and um, Shaxx. so it's more as more of them, like a
0: like a like a vanguard thing, like like more yeah, of a um, yeah yep like a commander title.
1: That was how I took it as like okay. the guardians guard the last city of humanity. Sure, I can uh, I can see that. Yeah. Now I don't know that there's anywhere that like proves that interpretation, but that that has just been my my personal view on it. No, I could, um, I can totally see that. Yeah, absolutely. But so yeah, uh, but rolling back around to the the throne world, this train has traveled more than like <laughs> ten feet this whole time. We that's okay. We just keep switching tracks. But we're we're spinning those wheels so damn hard. Uh, <laughs> we're trying to, trying to. <laughs> uh, so the the throne world and how the and the the appearance of the throne world give us a lot of hints. Uh, yes. Yeah. So. Savathun's Throne World is described by one of the devs in, uh, I believe it's the gameplay trailer that, take pl- that took place after the cinematic trailer. Uh, they describe it as Savathun's ideal world. It was created in her own image. It is the future world that she wanted to create built atop the darkness she left behind. It is a city bathed in light in the center of a swamp of darkness. So what this tells me is that presumably Savathun's ideal world for the Hive, for her people, is a world where they're not beholden to the light or the dark, or where they are using the light. And have have abandoned the dark. I I can see That's, either that interpretation. Second, that second
0: one is more what it seems like to me. Like like to be to be said to have a city bathed in light built on the remnants of the darkness. Like e- even that sentence there to me says like either either a they have they have drank of the dark and they're sick of it and they're like we want the light now because we because the light is everywhere and and the light is awesome and praise the light uh or like i i don't i don't see it as like a like a i i don't know if i see it as like a, them using the light or or if it's more of like we are free of the dark i i think it's more the more the second one there than than the first
1: yeah and i based on some of the other dialogues we've seen come from savathune i do not think she has any intention of becoming uh, of trading one master for another she doesn't want no. to okay, I don't no. want to follow the dark anymore. I want to follow, I want to, you know, become a a guardian of the Traveler or I want to, you know, behold myself to, to the light. No, she wants to be above all of it. She wants yeah. to control and use whatever is, is within reach to make herself be above it all. Um, yeah. Has is, is been my interpretation. Uh but the way that she's built this throne world is very interesting because the the throne worlds are are completely theirs to, to do as they wish with. Like the throne world looks and feels however the creator wanted it to look and feel. Which is so interesting. And
0: in, in in a similar aspect as the distributary was.
1: <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, not, not exactly the same because everything that we have learned, and maybe this is this is false, but everything we have learned about the distributary is that it is a completely separate entity in and of itself, with a gateway between, you know, soul and there. Uh, a physical gateway, like yeah, everything like an about actual the thing you pass through right
0: uh, and everything to, uh, for the ascendant plane to me i've always read that as like a tear in
1: space time so i don't i i don't have that interpretation personally um they okay. did an interesting way of of describing things um actually it was mara at the beginning of the season she said think of the ascendant plane think of the ascendant plane in our realm as two coins stacked stacked atop each other
0: oh yeah yeah
1: uh, where the Ascendant Plane is the bottom coin and ours is the top, and everything in between is these... these. Uh, they refer to it as the Sea of Screams in the Books of Sorrow. Um, okay. But it's it's everything... It's like the passageways between uh, our world and the Ascendant Plane, our, our two realities. Okay. If, if we use the same analogy, I see the Distributary as another coin tap, stacked on top of those two. Uh, so distributary oh. is, you know, does not touch the ascendant plane, but it does touch our reality. And then our reality touches the ascendant plane. That's it. Okay. That, that was kind of how okay. I was thinking of it. Yeah. Um,
0: no, I could, I could, I, yeah, I can, I can get on board with this one
1: because we know and that each, you can keep coin being
0: almost like a, like each coin almost being a different, uh, uh not not quite a 100% different reality but like like no i a slight variation of the reality before it until you get to the final one where now it's a completely new reality
1: so yeah and part of me wonders if if it's variations of each other part of me wonders if they're going for the more uh kind of like Norse approach of you know Midgard Asgard uh yeah I forget what the other one niflheim um yep. but like where yes. where there are different realms that are connected to each other but they all are a very distinct like form of existence yeah. uh but regardless when oryx built his throne world which essentially was the the dreadnought um mm-hmm. he in his his ideas and his interpretations of what his throne world should be, are what f- formed what we saw. know yeah. Oryx is to blame for the dick wall. Uh, yeah,
0: he absolutely is.
1: And it, that that tells me... either says a lot about him, or says a lot about <laughs> us. I can't I can't tell which. I'm gonna choose him. I'm gonna choose him too. But that means I'm, that I might choose ourselves. Yeah, I say well, that's neither here nor there, uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's interesting well, and the because that he
0: uses there that 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 we saw back in D one that, mm-hmm. that that caused that hole in the 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 rings of Saturn. Uh, yep, uh, that is an ex- he is literally He's extending pushing his throne, his throne, world, throne world out into
1: existence. into our
0: reality. Like, yeah, like and that 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 um, action is is causing is having a physical reaction in our reality
1: yes and that i think is because one of two things a like realities meeting realities is always bad news um oh absolutely b i think he was also by pushing his throne world out he was also pushing his influence out because and this is something that one of the devs also say oh. they say that uh, throne worlds are pocket universes that entities in destiny 2 create, and while we are there, we have to play by their rules
0: by their rules so and that would that would make sense too, because that's like when the techians tried to get Mara to escape, that's how Oryx was able to get through to the dreaming city. Mm-hmm. He, he was able to push his influence into there and and this was this was also confirmed, I think, in one of the videos. But Oryx is the cause of all the taking yes. in the Dreaming City. Yes. It is, it, it is, it was, none of that was done by Sabathun. So Sabathun, nope. a, as far as we know, has no power to take. Correct. We, and we referred, we always, every time we refer to her now, we have referred to her as the Witch Queen. The Witch Queen. Not, Not the, the Taken taking Queen. queen yeah. But and the Witch Queen. So she is, I think she is just, I think the Taken truly are just lost now. Like they, they are.
1: Completely um Yes and no. Um so I absolutely agree. She has never I think she has zero control over the taken. I think she had some yeah. control through Quiria who we have dispatched. Yes. Uh and everything seems to point to the fact that we have in fact dispatched her. Uh, okay. and, 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 and I mean, unless they they pull something out of their hat and they're like, ha, surprise. Uh well Osiris did want uh Quiria's head. <laughs> yeah. And, and and the crown and a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> Osatrist oh, wanted Coria's head to bring back and study it. Yeah. Holy shit! I so, never made that connection. Uh, yeah, that's scary. <laughs> um, we might not have actually killed Coria. Maybe not, or or might be rebuildable, which is also scary if she knows how to build a Vex. Get the hell out of here! <laughs> what is her
0: game, man? Like that's—I keep coming back to this question of what is her end goal? What does she want? What? What? What is? What is her purpose? What?
1: Well, like, well, I—I I think she gives a sliver of that away in the lore card uh, where she is talking to uh, Melkampf. Yes. Um,
0: I was hoping we were going to talk on this too in the season of arrivals yep
1: so uh, so two things Uh, excuse me Melcanthus and Shadowkeep but in the season of the rivals uh, she talks to Nokris who I I think this also leans into this she tells Nokris the deep fears me as we once feared you ignorance keeps knowledge usurps so she's speaking to Nokris who was who was kicked out of Oryx's kingdom for the heresy of, of necromancy but um stripped of everything yeah Statues all record torn of torn down
0: oryx oryx said this is he is nothing to me not not even like he's dead to me he is literally non-existent
1: to me which all right tangent inside of a tangent uh <laughs> is is the act of the necromancy that nokris was doing this got me wondering is the act of the necromancy that Nocris is doing by the by the sheer fact that it is revival inherently a power of the light was Nocris using be. light energy to resurrect Hive which again would it's lean be, into that's the, that's the
0: only that's the only the only instances of actual revival that we have cuz when we talk about like when we kill a Hive like they just eat, when we shoot a Hive in game we're just killing a form the little worm that pops out is what is the actual hive. So we we are killing what's left of a of a, a krill.
1: Yeah. So there there's right. two. Is there's that... there's the krill and then the worm inside. So we are killing the krill, who is its own being, right. and then the worm right. itself, you know, is presumably dies as well because its host is gone. But but the but the soul, and I'm putting that in quotation marks, of
0: the of the hive, just retreats back to the center plane. Or is yeah. that only for, I, I think that only that's for the only, ascendant?
1: I think that's only if they have become powerful enough to become an ascendant hive. To I, create I think, their own throne world. I think okay. that's literally what it is, is they have they are a hive with access to the ascendant plane, therefore they are ascendant hive. I, I think is how that works. Okay. Um I can I I can agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. But so she, she's telling knockers here the deep Fears me. She is saying the darkness, the entity, is afraid of me. Is afraid of what I'm doing. In the same way that we as the Hive once feared what you were doing. Which tells me, like, Savathun is trying to commit a heresy. Or or something on on that level to the darkness. Uh, Absolutely. Which the removal of her worm, I think, would count. Uh,
0: And... We're going to touch on this worm here in a sec.
1: The, the bit that she, that she says here, ignorance keeps, knowledge usurps. So that tells me that the deep is afraid specifically of her discovering some knowledge somewhere. Like the darkness is afraid of her learning something because it thinks, based on her words, that it would give her the power to usurp the darkness, to assume a higher role. Uh, oh, and this leads into the Shadowkeep lore, where she's talking to Melkamp uh, prior to Melkamp's execution. Melkamp was a uh, loyalist of, I believe, Oryx or Crota. I think so. Uh, I,
0: I think it was a lo- loyalty of, of uh, a lo- loyalist of Oryx. Correctly.
1: Yeah. Um, so Savathun tells essentially this prisoner on death's row. So she doesn't really have a reason to lie, I, I wouldn't think. Um she tells Mo camp that she is uh that savathun is trying to ensure that the f- uh the final ending does not come to pass. And that was a very interesting point because she tells Mo camp very similarly to how Callus tells us, like, I I have seen the the end. I have seen the ending of all things. I have seen what this final ending is and Melkampf makes the the you know statement of oh you are you are trying to make sure you're all that you know that you're the one that wins in the end yeah. and she's saying no i'm trying to stop it from ending which almost paints her in a like oh, cosmically good area <laughs> like, it's just like uh oh!
0: <laughs> this but, is like brain exploding like I, like now, does she? Do do you, do you remember if Malkanth Malkanth uses the word uh, "final existence" or does he use the words "final shape"? Because uh, that is incredibly relevant now.
1: Savathun calls calls it the final ending, um, the specifically, final, ending. Okay. The final ending. Okay. Although but I think that we, is synonymous with the final shape.
0: I was just going to say we know as guardians that we have two expansions left in the light versus darkness saga. We have lightfall, yep. and we have the final shape. The final shape. That's that's what we have as as far as names. We have no other information other than that. We could spin foil all day long about both of those, but if 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 the final shape and the and the final end are synonymous to uh, both Callus' version of of the ending of the end of the universe of the end of all things and mm-hmm. Savathun's understanding of the end of all things, then that is that's big yes uh that's that's huge
1: so what what i'm reading from from both of these is that savathun knows knows how things knows the trajectory that we are on and the ending of that trajectory and for reasons unknown be it just pure like survival instinct of herself or some kind of benevolence or you know aspirations to power she does not want the universe to end uh and she has, um, at least in her in her attempts to prevent that ending, has made the the darkness the entity the darkness uh, worried enough to fear some kind of knowledge that she may uncover, uh, which implies that there is a way for her to do what she's trying to do. Yeah, she can, um,
0: she can. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, so, so real quick, do you have that, that lore card pulled up?
1: Uh, the Melkampf one? Yeah. Uh, but there's I there's a that line in
0: there that talks about three things can get it, though. and the truth. Um, and I, I just, I can't remember what that one is off the top of my head, but there's, there's a, there's a specific line in there where she talks about, um, death, time and space and, and, and then ignorance.
1: Yeah, let me see if I can pull it up here.
0: Because that's... So So that's... Her... While you're looking that up, I'm going to kind of... Yeah. Touch a few subjects here. Uh, we keep talking about her worm. Like, uh, she, she was gifted a worm from uh, the um, worm gods at the... What the the bottom of the ocean a fundament or or the center of fundament?
1: Um, they they refer to it I think as the bottom of the ocean, but they they also refer to that ocean as the deep. So yeah. it, it's kind of it, it unclear exactly what been, that means.
0: It like like fundament itself could be the deep, the place. Like,
1: yeah, there's there's a lot we don't know about fundament.
0: Anyway, so she she's gifted this worm. And, and as, as is her, her at the time, her two sisters, um, Aurix and I don't remember Zebo Rath's original name. Um, hell, I don't even remember Sabathun's original name. I don't either. Um, <laughs> but they're, they're gifted these, these worms. And, and because of these worms, they, they are th- the worms are tied to something and the worms have to feed off of something. So in Oryx's case, it was, I believe knowledge. Um, Yes, th- the the worm the worm itself had to feed off of knowledge. So so Oryx had to learn everything that was that like he had a hunger for knowledge because his worm it fed his worm, much in the way that in ahamkara feeds off of 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 desire, not wishes, specifically, specifically desire. It actually desire, feeds yep. off of of desire itself. Um, Zebu Ras fed off of uh, war if i'm right
1: yeah she she's referred to as the hive god of war um i don't know if it's that her worm just feeds off conflict or violence or you know something that would pertain to her being you know a a warmonger of sorts
0: right and and savasoons is deception it 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 actively feeds off deception and, and that hunger from that worm, Savathun, there's, there's very – I don't want to say there's, there's a lot of references, but there's, there's a few instances where Savathun is trying to find ways to feed that worm forever, to basically extend the, the hunger of it and to where she doesn't it, – it's not doing anything detrimental to her. And the, the two instances that, that I can remember specifically – um, one of them being the Dreaming City Battery, uh, where Coria, uh, she uses Coria uh, and, and Coria's ability to manipulate time to put the Dreaming City in a three-week loop. Or now, again, some of this is being pulled from Truth to Power. We don't know how true that Truth to Power book is. Right, Yep. We believe, we have been told that Coria was used to create a time loop for the dreaming city to put it into that 3 week cycle of low curse medium curse high curse specifically so that way it'll keep resetting and keep feeding every everything we kill in there is the 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 lie of that that the deception of what is actually happening here is what's feeding the worm it's not it's not that we're killing taken and the taken are feeding the worm it's not like the souls of everyone that dies there is feeding the worm it's not the time itself is feeding the worm it's the lie or the the deception of We don't even know what this battery is doing That is feeding the worm
1: mm-hmm. It's ignorance there's a, there's Ignorance feeds ignorance.
0: the worm The ignorance itself feeds the worm And there's there's another instance where I, I, And I, I want to say She tried to create uh, Her own pocket reality That could be essentially Like the distributary To do the same thing To feed, to, to have everything in the distributary Or her version of it to feed the worm. Now, again, I, I could be completely wrong in this. I, I can't remember the exact wording or, or where I read it at, but the one, the one specific one was the Coria in the dreaming city, um, battery, the, the, the time loop there. That was that, that ignorance of, we don't even know why this curse is happening, but that's what's directly feeding her worm. Yeah.
1: I, I think that, so I think she's made multiple attempts. Um, I, the, the, what you're referring to before is she, uh, essentially, like tries to put a thrall in a black hole. Um, yes, to, that's right. That's it. Uh, I trying to remember what it was essentially so that the thrall would like be continuously uh, experiencing things at a much different time than her. And yes. one lie being told to the thrall in the black hole would would extend for so long outside of the black hole that like it would it would last a significant amount of time. Um, That's what it was. I think what has happened though, is that it's backfired on her. Uh, I think absolutely. her two her two attempts to make an infinite you know an infinite loop. I uh, I think she underestimated how much her worm's hunger would grow. Yes. Uh, and absolutely. now absolutely
0: because we know that that hunger from that worm is it it's insatiable. Yes. Like, it there is no end to it. It doesn't matter how long you extend it, it will still want more and possibly at an exponential rate. We and don't I think know the rate that the hunger grows at.
1: I think it is exponential, or at least in the in in Savathun's case, it it's seemingly exponential because she accelerated it so much. Um yes. because she tried to get around the rules. You yep. know the rules of of her worm, like it's coming back to bite her, and now she's just trying to get rid of the thing, yep. uh, because she doesn't and necessarily that's, see that's, a different way. So,
0: okay, okay, okay. Put your spin foil hat on and follow me on this one for just a second. <laughs> All right, if she if she is trying if that if that hunger from that worm is exponential and she has accelerated it, and she just wants to be free of it and get rid of it, and we know. That that worm was given to her from creatures that were in the deep. Are worm gods inherently of the darkness?
1: I am of the mindset of yes. And actually, wasn't even going to get into this topic tonight, but... but, I told you, man. We're we're on this train. And it is (laughs) not getting condensed. We're on this train. so my... My idea at the moment is that the very first entity the the very there were two um paracausal species that were born into existence with the start of Destiny's universe. Uh the Vex were off doing their own thing as an algorithm. They 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 were unintentional to have carried over into as a as a a
0: non physical entity. They literally existed in algorithms.
1: Yes. Uh, so the Vex are off doing their own thing, but I think the first intentionally paracausal species that existed in the destiny universe were the worm gods and on the dark side and the Ahamkara on the light side. I wouldn't hundred
0: percent agree with that.
1: And I, I don't say like dark and light as in good and evil and like warring against each other, but nope. they were the they they were creatures of those abilities. Like, they were inherently tied to, to those powers. To, to me, two sides of the same coin. I mean, they even speak the same. They, they use right. the same phrasing. They use the,
0: that, the O blank mind. That, that syntax there, both of them speak that way. So that's that's where I, I, I am... Yeah, I'm with you on this
1: 100%. So guess who else speaks that way, though?
0: Get the Frank out of here.
1: So in the uh in the season during the ink blot cinematic where savathun is showing us her version of how much she helped us as osiris uh she refers to us as oh guardian mine i uh, get the frank out of here so that that implies i, I didn't even i didn't even catch it <laughs> that implies a couple things for me um that that phrasing is absolutely significant in the destiny universe that that oh something uh, yeah. mine um yep, we don't we don't know exactly what it means but I, there's a couple theories floating around uh one is that like it's just a, a way for it's a little flag to signify that like these are beings of you know this these ancient lineages uh, the of other. Ancient
0: lineages or specifically paracausal ancient
1: lineages? Uh, specifically paracausal ancient lineages.
0: That's, um, that's what I
1: think. The other theory that I've seen that I think does still have some credit to it is that that phrasing, for one reason or another, signifies a level of control over who you're saying yes. it to. Um,
0: it, whether it be ownership or or. Or even just as simple as like, I, I I don't think I don't think it's a like a physical control. No. It, I think it is very much a paracausal or metaphysical control over whatever whatever is encased in there. It's almost like you're, and, and I think it's been described before as like they are caging, since it's O and then blank and then mine. They are literally yeah. forming a cage around that thing and and, but it but in a paracausal sense, in a in yeah. a, a non physical sense
1: because if we look at it um the ahamkara say it the ahamkara specifically make make deals make wishes that generate uh, gen- are generated off of desire and yep. they're almost always a a uh, you know do not go as intended um, yep. and and that's on one hand i think that's the ahamkara's just general personality on the other hand, I think maybe that feeds into their their abilities. Like if they don't satisfy the desire, they can continue to feed off the desire, um, or they can change it in some way. It, it becomes like, oh my god a desire to Just
0: literally like the worms, literally right. like the worms' hunger.
1: Right, exactly. Except they don't need Dude. a host, or or they do need a host, but they, they don't have do to inhabit host. the host
0: because right. when they when they when they came up against Mara and they were like I can't feed off of this this is the most starving meal I've ever had uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> because Mara has been in that instance of
1: she's been in this she created an entire world she has been essentially a god she wants for and nothing she knows everything there's
0: nothing she knows
1: everything well she wants she wants for sure I know but <laughs> oh, my god. okay
0: I see what you did there. Well played. Uh um... <laughs> yeah.
1: You're welcome. So
0: yeah, yep, yep. Um so as far as like the Ahamkara and the and the um and the worm gods, I personally think those to be either no, I'm. I'm going to say it this way. I, I think those are direct creations or descendants of the winnower and the gardener.
1: I'm going to take it a step further. I think they used to be a single species that branched based on how they wanted to get their meal. Boom. I. Uh, I think Boom. it was a it was a single paracausal species that started at the beginning of the universe, and some of them went. You know, I can feed myself via the worms method and others went, you know, Oh, I can feed myself via the Ahamkara's method, the wish magic method. Um, because there are instances, there's one that's sticking out in my mind and I do not remember where it was because I did not research any of this as as it's prior okay. to this. We're, we're uh, a little
0: bit off the rails here, but we're this, a little this bit this off the rails. Very relevant.
1: <laughs> um, there was an instance, I think in the book of sorrows where a worm God was referenced as having wings and it's it it, it's only that one spot and it's confused the piss out of everybody because no interpretation of the worm gods that we have seen other than that one instance has shown them having wings or talked about them having wings except ahamkara are very often referred to as dragons as winged dragons yep so maybe that reference was a worm god was was whatever these things started out as in a more primordial form.
0: I was going uh, to say almost like a larva form or like a like a like a teenage form type thing.
1: Well, not not even that I think, but like a you know before they assumed their physical, they they had like their physical aspects had truly split off. Um, if if this is from the Book of Sorrows, and I think it is. It could be old enough that, uh, you know, like this is when the Ahamkara and the worms still looked somewhat similar, still had some characteristics of each other before they developed into their current physical forms.
0: So then, so then, to me, that feeding process is what makes them look the way they look. I think yeah, that would make a lot of sense because um, the dark, everything that feeds off the darkness has that 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 sunken that that sunken skin that that you know Mm -hmm. bones showing through and just muscle and bone like like very very shriveled up and 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 very close to death or death-like whereas like the ahamkara is almost like the other way like they're very much regal they're very much um Mm -hmm. fat 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 fat, they're they're muscular
1: they're yeah yeah um, so to really bring this idea home, and I think we are so on point because of this now, so we know Ahamkara can live on, some form of them lives on after death in their bones. Because yeah. they have literally talked to us through exotics and whatnot. Through their bones, yep. What bones is Whisper of the Worm? Shacks, all of that stuff. Oh, shit. Whisper of the Worm is literally pieces of Zol being and, and we know his consciousness exists in there because in Season of the Rivals, Nocris reaches out and finds Zol's consciousness on Io, and Zol like runs away from him essentially. So yeah. Zol is living in what's left of his physical form via the Whisper of the Worm gun. Ahamkara live in what's left of their physical form in the Ahamkara bone armor. They're the same damn and thing, and
0: thousand and thousand voices,
1: and one K voices, and like it, it's the same, it's the same. Holy shit! So I, I, a hundred and ten percent think that they are the same or very closely related species now. Dude, this is this is. <laughs>
0: I don't have any words for this. <laughs> this is this like everything we're looking at here points to them being the same species. And I know we've completely gone off the rails of Sabathoon, but I swear to God we will come back. This was just a quick <laughs> detour of like worms and and how they talk and the car and how they talk because both of these things I feel like are very very relevant moving forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not only because Sabathoon is obviously has a worm that is that that works off darkness magic or darkness powers whatever you want to call it you showed me a very special thing <laughs> in mara's chambers
1: yes so again playing that mirror image playing that mirror image the the queen of the the you know the witch queen the queen of darkness has the the worm inside of her that thrives off off this this dark bargain of how it feeds and then the polar opposite we have the queen of the awoken of these people that are of the the dark and the light um, that are paracausal by nature that do not need to get it from something else has what appears to be an ahamkara egg the as we discussed the quote-unquote light version of a worm boom
0: so and 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 so so i i kind of want to because we we had a we had a i say we had a mini discussion i had a mini breakdown over this little little egg (laughs) when we saw it and i was just like oh my god um we as guardians are genocidal assholes oh yes yeah yeah (laughs) like (laughs) like we are literally the worst like i i am starting to be like i don't know if i want to be a guardian anymore i i Seventh is looking pretty thick over there. Yeah. Maybe she's got something going on. No. Um, so when when you took me to see it, um, it's it uh, for those of you that don't know, the current season of The Lost, uh, there's an, there's an area in it uh, that's called uh, Marisov's Chambers, and it is her physical chambers within the Dreaming City. Uh, there's a there's a portal that leads there. Very much, It's funny because. Uh, my stepson referred to it as, like, a Stargate, and it very much looks like that.
1: Yeah, yep.
0: Um, it, well, I'm pretty sure it's being powered by the darkness energy that we're feeding into the Umbral decoder, because there's two wires going out there to, like, a power distribution box. And, you know, one of, one of them has lights leading to it, one of them has, have lights leading away from it. So I don't, you know...
1: Who knows? That, that could all just be,
0: like, you know, whatever. But it, anyway, um, so you, we go in there, and in one of the side chambers that we cannot reach, there is a an an ahamkar egg like it's everything about it looks just like the eggs that we saw uh when forsaken first came out and we first got to the dreaming city and there were these little half black half white uh very much looked like taken eggs um and and when you eventually get through the quest chain uh uh to get sheer idos uh um bow her the wish ender which i that may just, I may just have that as a staple in my arsenal. <laughs> um, it, you take this bow around the Dreaming City and throughout the Ascendant Plains and throughout the entire Last Wish raid and, and even into the Corruption Strike, and you go through and you shoot these eggs. And when you shoot them, it destroys them. I never put, it, I never put two and two together that the eggs are Riven's children. And we went and killed 40 of them before they could even be born with a bow called the Wish Ender.
1: And they are called Wish Dragons. Uh-huh.
0: It is li- we are literally ending the wishes of millions of people by destroying one egg. Because we don't, we don't know how much that, that one Alhamkar could have fed off of.
1: Right? We don't know how much, how much havoc they would have reeked uh depending this, on who you talk now, this to. is
0: this like, is the, the that's the yes that is the other half of that that thing like yeah they can create wishes that it's it's not like it, it's it's i and i always use this as my reference but it's like i wish for a million bucks and a million deer show up in front of you or like huh right. it'd be really nice to have a to have a house full of water and now you're in the ocean or your house is in the ocean
1: or, you know, uh, like it's, it's... or you could be um and wish to never have oh. never, never stop fighting. Never, never stop enjoying the thrill of the fight and get stuck in a vex time loop machine where they can literally make you fight forever for eternity for eternity well he enjoyed the fight yeah <laughs>
0: all all while doing this while hunting down ahamkara yeah um which now that's that's something too to to, to be said as far as as far as ahamkara and and so the, real quick to kind of circle back to the to the egg thing inside her chamber is an egg that looks exactly like the eggs that we destroyed and when we destroyed them we always thought of them as corrupted eggs. And and I think even the triumph tied to it is yeah. called corrupted They omelet. were
1: they were literally called corrupted eggs in, in the text yep. in game if I recall correctly.
0: Yep. So uh um the egg that we see in her chamber, we don't know if it's corrupted. We don't know if it's if if that's just how they normally look. We've never seen a non-corrupted egg to have a comparison to. All we've ever seen is the corrupted eggs and it looks identical to that. So we don't know if that is like the last like we always thought, is Riven as being the last Ahamkara. There's an egg.
1: Mm-hmm. Egg's got to hatch into something. Twice Riven. Oh God. <laughs> oh
0: God. Oh God. Um. And we we know so so to kind of tie all of this back into Sabatune. We know that Sabatune at, at the very beginning of this season she says I you know i i'll give osiris back to you and stuff like that and and i have I, you know as soon as as soon as you do what i want you to do i'll i'll give him back mara on the other hand is like i want to rip out her worm and kill it we don't know why she wants to do this we don't know how she's going to do this well, i'm sure by the end of the season we're going to be like oh my god we
1: saw it from the beginning
0: <laughs> but as of right now, the the main theory that – I and I think you and I have both come up with this uh, uh, simultaneously – is that that egg is going to hatch, and Mara is going to have a desire. Or somebody, something is going to have a desire, and something's going to happen.
1: Keep Crow the hell away from it. Uh... Right? <laughs> you want to talk about someone with desires. Uh, and and... – I mean, seeing some of the dialogue between him and some of the Awoken Court now is just like—I don't know how to feel I about it.
0: it. <laughs> I freaking love it. I mean, from a story per- from a
1: storytelling it. perspective, it's amazing. But from a like emotional character piece perspective, it's like it's—it's
0: it's uh... so hard. So that's that's the other thing too. Like like coming coming back to kind of like our our main talk of like what this podcast was supposed to be tonight. Um, (laughs) The current season, what we've seen so far, um, obviously Mara's back. Uh, There's a Shattered Realm that we get to go visit uh, that has symbols in it um, that are very, like some of them are absolutely the symbols we see on the Wish Wall. And there's a new symbol in there that we have never seen before that combines two of the symbols on the Wish Wall. And it's very, very, very odd that they are that they are like this um so the wish the wish wall is inside the last wish and it was it was specifically a a means that Mara created to make wishes essentially to her Ahakara that, that that to to ribbon and she made this wall so that way her wishes cannot be misinterpreted because she is very untrust- untrusting of words which is that's just how Mara is and by the nature of Ahankaras being as janky as they are, they'll pervert your words just for, just for the hell of it, just to have more desire to feed off of.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So Mara created this wall, and it has symbols on it, and it's, there's four sets of four symbols each. So there are 16 total symbols. Okay? There's, there's four of them that deal with a fish. There's four of them that deal with a snake. There's four of them that deal with a dragon. There's four of them that deal with a bird. And in the Shattered Realm this season, um there is a new symbol that is a bird clutching a snake in its claws uh as as if it's like a raven eating its meal or something or like an eagle eating its meal or something
1: you know so to pause for just a moment if we want to read into that symbolism a little bit uh the snake see, i can this,
0: see this 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 is where i was i'm curious as if like if you and i are going to go through and learn the the actual names for all these symbols, and then when we go through and and run some Last Wish, we're going to use those names, and people are going to be like,
1: (laughs) I don't know what that is. Well, do they have stated names? Like, are they ever referenced in-game? I don't don't know that they are. Uh, But no, I was going to say, if we want to take the literal picture, the actual picture of the the symbol, and try Mm -hmm. to apply some some logic to what's going on there. Um, The snake... I can see representing a lot of things. Honestly, we don't necessarily have a character that is the snake. No. Uh, I guess you could argue that um, Savathun could be the snake. You know, trickery, uh, deception. You know, kind of parroting that whole like original sin from the from the viper sure. or from the serpent. Uh, or even, kind Or of even vibe. like a
0: physical sense, like a it, like a snake looks very similar to a worm.
1: Yeah, yeah, so there, I think if we're going to assign a representation there, uh, it makes sense that the representation would be Sabathune. Um The bird, the obvious representation would be crow. Oh, shit. are right. Uh, shit. <laughs> so is that is that crow... Is that attacking savathun is that representative of crow like wi- or, being what wins out over her or uh, what if that's the wish to to end savathun um or or to to be victorious over her uh what if that is the wish so i i have another perspective on this though so i think the obvious answer is crow Right. Because he has an innate reason to not only severely dislike Savathun, but also to want Osiris back. Right. However, there's another character that I think has an even stronger motivation for both of those things. Who is also represented by a bird, the pigeon, and that's Saint oh, Fourteen. Oh shit, Saint
0: Fourteen. Oh man. And in in the both of these characters have a
1: very very strong desire to want Sabathun dead. Yeah, and in some of the alignment, which is the seasonal uh, activity, and some of the alignment dialogue, Saint uh, and Crow are talking to each other, and uh, Crow asks Saint if he has if he has been to see Sabathun in her little crystal cocoon. Uh, And Saint says, no, they won't even let me near Mara's throne, like Mara's quarters. Uh, So they are very intentionally keeping Saint away. Now, that could just be because they don't want him to, like, try and, you know, try and kill Sabathun now and and ruin all their plans. Uh, Or maybe, like, maybe there's more going on there. Maybe they know someone or Mara knows someone with a very strong, emotional desire should not be in that room.
0: That's so that's, that was something I'm questioning how much of the wish magic or even the worm magic, like, uh, because I don't know, I don't know what to call the worm side of the wish magic. Like we we've never had a reference of it. Uh, Right. Yeah. That's what the The hunger. 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 Yeah. How much, how much of the hunger or the wish magic desire hunger, like how much of that, is active before the creature has has come to, I, I can't say come to life because that you know there's that whole talk there of like, oh yeah. well it's in an egg, it's alive, like it's breathing. Like no. Um come to a a mature state. A, 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 a I Self awareness
1: maybe. yeah, something yeah. whatever
0: you want to call it. Hatched, you know fully 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 unembryoed.
1: If, if I were to creature. guess, I would say it is certainly not as strong as when it is uh, hatched and, and, you know, it, it exists in the world outside of the egg. However, if the damn bones of dead ones can have a, an effect over people, I don't see there why there's any reason why the living, you know, unborn body of one can't also have the, some effect on people. And that's, that's, that's the question there. Like, if
0: Saint enters that chamber and has that desire, does that ha- does that egg that's sitting off on the side, is it able to feed off of that? Is it able to make that wish come true or, or, or make that desire happen?
1: And, you know, thinking about that, the only two things in Mara's quarters, Mara has no guards on the inside. No. So other than us who enter, who she allows to enter... Um, the only other things in her quarter near that egg are her, who we know canonically cannot be fed off of, and yep. Savathun, who maybe also can't be fed off of because she already is feeding because her worm. She has the worm. Oh shit! Because we don't even know if the worms or the Aham cars can feed off of each other. Right, and it makes sense. Which if is there they Which can. is
0: they the single? Yes, if they're come from the single species. Then they can't inherently feed off each other. Holy shit! Now, no, okay. So after you complete the shattered realm, there is now mm-hmm. a Techian.
1: Okay, that's in true. There with her. I forgot about that. So that, but
0: we know that the Techians are very. Um, Mara straight up said, "You're you're in charge of everything. You're in charge of magic. You're in charge of paracausal stuff that because because." Obviously, in the yeah. distributary, they had the scientists. They had the all that to 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 work out science. When they got back, before she was even queen, the, she told her techians, her her U techs at the time, "You are in charge of magic. Figure it out."
1: Yeah. Well, and we know that they have some experience with wish magic um, because they're the ones that helped her build the wish wall. And yeah. in addition to that, uh, they know the the risks of having a, a desire or a want. Um yes. Because, because of the back... two that were in the chamber. Yes, when were they setting were sending the bombs to blow it. Yep. Yep. That's exactly it. So they they know what you know, they they can be fed off of, but they kind of know how to counteract that if they are yes. being, you know, mindful of it.
0: Do you do you remember that lore card? Off the top of your head, which one um, that
1: is? So, i I don't remember which one it was. The one I was thinking of was uh, after the uh, awoken fleet is destroyed by Oryx, um, yep. the there are three Techians, it's Ilian and two others that I'm forgetting the names yep. of, uh, go to in the dreaming city, they go to uh, we think, like a taken blight of some sort and were using it to connect to the darkness in the ascendant realm to try to go find the other techians that had been taken and yep. when they found one of them there was a want for that techian to return to her original form and riven essentially like metaphysically ate them alive for it
0: yep so so uh I've, I've pulled it up. It's it's part of the, the awoken of, of of the reef and it's, it's the book is the, the specific lore one is called Illion. Yep. Um, and and so they um like they're obviously they're in that area right there and, and um there it's it's I'm trying to find the other name. Um they're talking about how Petra was right, guardians will wear anything that gives them power, um whether it be taken or or tech tactical or even social like if it gives Guardian power, it, it, it they'll they'll use it. Um, and Na- Nasia, N A S C I A, is the other techian with her, um, and so they are. Uh, let's see here. So it says together they they unfold the taken things brutally elegant interior geometries, seeking the threads of connection that reach out across space and time. Uh, Shuro, so Shuro Chi is there. Um, Ilan whispers we have heard you, or no, she's, she's not there, sorry. Shuro, Illin whispers, we have heard you, do you hear us? Because Shiro, Shiro Chi, uh, Callie, and I keep forgetting the third one.
1: I know, I do too. Um, Sadia, Sadia. Yep.
0: Those three are with Mara on her on her ship uh, as, it's, as it's being attacked, as the fleet is attacking. Um, and then it says, and this this is the part that's super important that is when she makes the final the fatal mistake she thinks of the time before saturn she thinks of shiro chi and uldren and mara she wants that time back she wants in res- in, in the non-space around them the great jaws snap shut riven one of the Techians screams ellen was prepared for taken folded perfect things elegant and thus manageable but this absolute appetite, this impossible will. She speaks the secret word of stasis that will crash their augments and end the communication. She does not know if she is in time. All of them are screaming. The screaming has begun again. So that, that feeding, like she, she can deal with Taken. Like we know that, that Taken, taking, they, they, taking they're a non- they're non-issue, but riven. Something that ha- that can feed off that desire. It, you you can't.
1: No, and just just it's to an absolute to... appetite, and appetite, and impossible will, which just further reinforces our idea of the two, of the the hunger of the worms and the
0: the appetite for exponential desire. Exponential
1: hunger. Uh, and I I should have picked up on this earlier. Um, again. We we can see Riven is the only named Ahamkara we have ever come across. So yep. they could have all have been named in this manner. But we have Riven of a Thousand Voices and Zol, the Will of Thousands, oh very similarly god. named. It it just it all matches up. <laughs> oh my god.
0: I've never I've never put those two together.
1: They've been staring us in in the mouth and in I the haven't uh, the whole time. I haven't even thought about it all that much until just now. So holy
0: crap. Okay. So I've I've got uh let's hear we we're we're almost almost two hours into this. Um Yeah, we, we should have, probably
1: did... get to that yeah. uh things so yeah. Were you were you
0: were you able to find that uh that Mao camp Um Lore card.
1: unfortunately i was not um i had searched for savathun and it didn't show up under shadow keep or uh season of arrival so i am I'm, I'm not sure where it is um it might
0: it might be back in d1 but that's that's okay it, it may um, be the, the 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 three things i wrote down here was death time and space and while she's talking to malkanth uh while savathun is talking to Malkanth, she talks about how death death can be perverted we we see this in the garden garden yes Yep. they die over and over again and then they can be risen time can be man- manipulated if you know the right uh if you have the right tools and you know the right math we know this because of the ve- the vex mm-hmm.
1: um
0: space uh is, is can be can be shaped and 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 move through and 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 um i can't remember the words to use, but basically we, we can see that in in black holes in the in the distributary um, in pocket universes, in in ascendant realms, all of that. And the one thing she says that struck me that was like, okay, she said, "Ignorance is constant. Ignorance is truth."
1: Mm. And that
0: that to me was when, when those words, "Ignorance is truth," and and we when we think of things like everything you know truth is a funny thing like it you know does it live in the mind does it it live in the world is it like all of that and and then like the lore book that's that's the the trickery lore book is called truth to power and it's it's all about this 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 story and then there's a story hidden inside the story and then there's you know that there's a vex simulation inside of a vex simulation inside of a story (laughs) like it's 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 so interesting and 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 it's and it's funny because um the, the the very last uh paragraph of truth to power i really like too and it says uh uh do you know what the hives say when they want to express the inevitability of a thing when they want to say it is this way because it could be no other way Ayat. A-I-A-T.
1: And we've and seen that in a couple places.
0: Pl- tons of places. Oryx mm-hmm. has used it tons of time. Ton- like, and, and him being the, the worm god of knowledge, like, that's, that's huge. Like, that is just, like, and for that to be in Truth to Power, like, that almost makes me think that parts of Truth to Power are the way they are because they have to be that way, because they will always be that way. Oh, and yeah, so that's Don. that's what, like, parts of Savasun are that way because she has to be that way. Like, she just inherently has to be that way.
1: As long as she has her worm. Maybe. Yes! Yes! So, uh, we've gone on for, you know, we, we've about got our two two hour block here and i know we could we could talk the rest of the night away uh very easily um but is there any kind of final things we want to touch on before we we wrap it up for the evening
0: nothing nothing i can think of i i do have a i do have a a a personal story i'd like to share um but i know Mm -hmm. uh um eclipse our, our producer who's who's streaming this uh thank you so much eclipse uh do you, I, I think you're in the in the group uh, with everyone uh, running a uh, vault of class right now. Uh, I am. Do, do you have Do you have any questions for us, or do you know if the guys have any questions for us? No, we're too busy rating. That's what I figured. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's okay. <laughs> um, I was I was gonna have just like a little bit of a of and A Q&A session here, but but I, I as soon as I started read like this happens every week as soon as we start getting into one of these topics. Myth and I both realized, yeah, this is a couple two hours. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this being myths and stories, uh, um, like I said, I like starting it with a myth, um, and so I, I kind of want to finish on a, on a on a story a, a personal story myself. Um, so so several years ago uh, uh, was when I, I lost my dad um he uh he was everything to me like he i was very connected to my dad um he went out on his uh sunday motorcycle ride and um another driver cut him off and he died in the helicopter ride to uh the hospital which left me very lost uh without any type of of um guiding figure or anything like that in my life and so I, I i i feel like i wandered around a lot like just in life in general and uh um over the last year i've i've been able to make these connections with mythborn with with eclipse with with uh Tien italiano big scotty um all these guys that are in our, our raid group um and and our clan as a whole And I absolutely love that I have, I I don't want to say a guiding purpose anymore, but, but you know, a, a, a a connection of friends that, that can, that I can share experiences with and, and they, that bring me joy. So in a, in a, in a weird sense, and, and this, this is meant in no way, any one way or another eclipse our producer, I've I have started to almost see as like the dad of our group because he'll do like little dad things or little like dad sayings. Uh, um, he'll, I am he'll old. Reel me in. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, <laughs> he'll he'll reel me in when I'm getting too loud or too excited about something, and and uh, you know, or he'll he'll have that one that one little like completely quiet the whole night, and then something will happen and he'll have this one little saying that I will lose it. For like an hour and a half like i i will I'll, I'll be rolling around on the floor laughing so hard and so uh um to kind of to kind of back this up a little bit as far as like people um the first one first, first I, I always like ending this with a thank you so the very first one i'd like to thank is big scotty uh because without big scotty um i would not have ever found any of you guys uh before we started uh, running with uh, with everyone, with with Tiana Italiano and, and Keyston and, and Eclipse and Myth, um, it was just me and Scotty, uh, me Scotty and, and Mystic Penguin. We had our own little three man group. We had we had been together kind of since the last days of D1 and, and all the way through D2 and and you know we every, everyone kind of took that break around Curse of Osiris and 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 Warmind and and then when Forsaken started coming back, we started running our our we started having a Saturday raid group. Um, just because we're we're all normal human beings with normal lives, and we kind of like you know we're like it's a Saturday, I don't want to go to the lake because it's hot. Let's run a raid. So we're all also nerds in that sense, which is awesome. Um, because typically everyone wanted to run a raid at like two o'clock in the morning, and I'm just like I'm not staying up. To you. Anyway, uh, so first off, thank you to Big Scotty for bringing me um, and and bringing me around and 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 introducing me to all of these fine people of the non clan. Um, Thank you, Mark. Uh, I, I know I said Mark, but uh, thank you, Eclipse, uh, for being the dad figure um, uh, of, of the group. Uh, it really means a lot to me. Um, thank you for being our producer, whether it be unofficial or official. I don't care anymore. I, I really You're welcome. Thank you, uh, <laughs> uh, you Mythborn, uh, for having this love of stories with me. Like, to want to go down all these paths, to just theorize and just ramble and just go. Uh, <laughs> it, it's, I, I, I know typically you're, you're the one telling the stories and I'm the one asking the questions, but but I think every once in a while we, we make these connections instantly uh, in the stories and we have these aha moments in, even, even in these podcasts that are just like mind-blowing and I absolutely love that feeling. I, I, I thank you. It, it does mean a lot to me. Um no I'd... thank you to my beautiful wife here if you don't get a chance to you you welcome take that okay um, okay <laughs> thank thank you to my beautiful wife uh Mystic Penguin 15 uh who is everything to me she is the reason I wake up she's the reason I go to bed um she's usually the reason why I get kicked out of the house every once in a while because I snore too loud uh but yeah she she means everything to me and everything I do is is for her uh, thank you to everyone else who tuned in um, thank you all the clan members. I know you're all everyone's running bog right now So uh, thank you T and Italiano, for for letting me spend a lunch with you uh, Down in Houston when I was able to come down uh, and actually get to meet you in person. That was a freaking awesome experience I think any time that you get to meet someone that all you have is kind of like a picture and a voice in your head like that's all you really have of, of anyone online but to sit and have just a meal and an interaction even as short as it was, and 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 I had to get going pretty fast after after the after lunch, and I think he had to get back to work at the time. So that was an awesome experience. Absolutely love that. Um, I'm, I'm actually honestly hoping that that we can we can someday do that someday with with the entire clan or something like at a Guardians Con or a Games Con or something like that. That I think that'd be cool. But uh, thank you to uh, Kiesten, uh for always uh, telling me that I'm not doing maximum DPS uh, and I'm not running meta uh because that will continue to make me run non meta stuff um <laughs> uh and then of course thank you to everyone else that tuned in tonight um i know Seraph Tyrant Alpha was in here for a little while uh um i know i'm forgetting people uh, but thank you everyone
1: say and i think it's only right if i extend a thank you to you as well because you are half of everything that we do every monday uh (laughs) and i i am very grateful to have somebody that likes to to nerd out on this stuff just as much as i do and whether it continues to be just kind of for us in our group or becomes who knows what i hope we can we can keep doing it for for some time yet years and years and years and years We'll make our we'll make our own pocket
0: universe, and we'll do this for eternity.
1: There we go. Yeah. but <laughs> I think on that note, we are we are signing off for the night.
0: Yes, I've been trying to think of a good ending, like uh, like <laughs> I, I want to do like an eyes up guardian or something, or or keep those keep that lore in your heart or something, like something <laughs> cheesy or something. I'll, we'll come up with something eventually. But yeah. thank you everyone for listening to
1: Thank you, and we will catch you all next time.